A Covet Christmas Carol. A new Gestalt Voices production starring Dan Blue and some other people. This adaptation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol was first produced by some poor, unwaged NGV laborers in the year 2020. Following a year when no one came to their workshops due to a plague of dots and much online competition from senior Gestalt colleagues, the poor NGV players took their craft to the radio. The story you are about to hear is completely fictional. Any resemblance to persons living or no longer living is purely accidental. Some of the language is a little spicy, so please make sure any innocent ears are not in the vicinity of the radio. Scene 1. The play begins in IG Fest, a gated community in West Side, Los Angeles. The singing of happy children can be heard from outside. Inside, there is almost audible silence. Just the occasional ping of another message arriving from poor Peter, son of Philip. It is cold, and no one is outside due to a lockdown imposed in response to the Dots virus spreading uncontrollably through Los Angeles. Camilla, a lowly human gestalt, is shivering in front of a fire. Oh, how I hate to be a lowly human of gestalt. I am cold and self-isolated and nobody listens to me. Why can't I be as famous in the gestalt world as Heather? As Camilla is musing, Dr. Fake Pearls enters. He wears a turquoise chiffon gown with a diamond tiara. Bah humbug, Camilla. Why are you looking so sad and human? It's Christmas, Uncle. I was sad because the vaccine has come too soon. The people will leave us. Everyone longs to be with their family at Christmas. I will have no one to interview on Christmas Day. <laughs> sort yourself out, Camilla. We will have enough for Christmas as usual. The vaccine will not be ready in time for Christmas. Many people will die. Don't worry, Gestalt will be great again for some time. Yet, and your project will survive. I am me, and you are you, and if we meet, etc. <laughs> Those were the days, Camilla. I only want a small Christmas angle. Just five humans of Gestalt to interview would be plenty. I want so little, just more than Heather. And yet, I do hope you're right that we can have these great Gestalt Christmases again, secure of our place in the world and oblivious to climate change, racism and other forms of systemic oppression. Our time is now, Camilla. I do hope you're right, Uncle. Come, let me interview you tomorrow. It's Christmas Day. Uh, that'll be the tenth interview we've done, Camilla. We need the attention. Oh, Gatla this year. The Resnicks, uncle? Who are they? Camilla, you keep Christmas in your way and I'll keep it in mind. And if by any chance we do happen to meet... <laughs> but you don't keep it, uncle. Then leave it alone, then. Much good it may do you. Much good it has ever done you. 
Yes, but from a sociological perspective, there's a dialectical tension between the narratives and post-narratives around the, the Julitite angle that the older generation of Gestaltists haven't come up, come to I'll, grips with. I'll dine alone, Camilla. Thank you. Camilla exits the stage left. Scrooge is left alone on stage, scratching his fine tiara. And that should nice. be pearls, 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 not Scrooge. Typo. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Camilla exits stage left. Pearls is left alone on stage, scratching his fine tiara and diamond necklace. Pearls, it's you, it's you, it's you, he's listening. Pearls, can you speak, please? <laughs> ah. S sorry, Scrooge's Pearls. <laughs> or. or... <laughs> Dialogical tension, bah? <laughs> when all of a sudden there's a knock at a door. Knock, 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 knock! Who could this be? It's for you, sir. Psychology studies the operation of the contact boundary in the organism environment field. This is a peculiar subject matter. I beg your pardon, sir. Humbly sorry, sir. There's a gentleman caller for you, master. Of course it's for me, Mr. Give us a pie. Huh. I am I, and all, all the other Gesta therapists are hot as good as me. <laughs> Who else would it be for? Dan Bloom? Lynn? Lynn? What's her name anyway? Right this way, sir. My master's guest is my master, humbly, sir. Yes, yes. Pearls and good fellows, private practice, I believe. Have I the pleasure of addressing Mr. Pearls or Mr. Goodfellows? Goodfellows is dead seven years ago tonight. What is it you want? I have no doubt that his socially oriented brand of Gestalt is well represented by his surviving partner. Here, sir, my card. Socially oriented gestat? No doubt of it? All right, all right, I can read. What is it you want? This festive season of the year. Winter in the Northern Hemisphere. We have to be hemisphere neutral these days. And it's cold. Yes, yes it is. And the more reason for my visit, at this time of year, it is more than usually desirable to make some slight provision for the unaware who suffer greatly from the cold. Many thousands are in want of common necessities like phenomenological awareness. Hundreds and thousands are in want of inclusion and confirmation, sir. Are there no institutes these days? Ah, uh, many, sir. And IG Fest, does it not admit those lacking in awareness? It does, sir. I'm glad to hear it. From what you said, I was afraid someone has stopped its operation. 
Under the impression that the institutes barely provide cheer to mind and body, a few of us were hoping to raise funds to buy the poor some gestalt therapy. We choose this time because it is the time of all others when one is strongly felt and abundance rejoices. May I put you down for something, sir? Nothing. You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone. Since you ask me what I seek, sir, that is my that is my answer. I only make merry with myself at Christmas. I am I and you are you. And I can't afford to make the unaware merry. I help support the establishments I have mentioned. They cost enough, and those who are poorly off must go there. Many can't go there, and many would rather die. Would rather die? They had better do it and decrease the population of Trump supporters. That is not my affair. My business is, it occupies me constantly. Pearl stalks back to the gentleman visitor and to himself while he thumbs through his books. The present is the experience of the particular that one has become dissolving into several meaningful possibilities and the performing of these possibilities toward the single concrete new particular. Pearls knows deep in his books, he vaguely hears the dinner bell being rung in the works house, Erm Institute. He looks up as if he heard it, but never focuses on the actual scene. PhD chapter 12, section 5. The warden of the poor house stands in a pool of light, slowly ringing a bell, whilst the poor of awareness are heard chanting melancholically. Ding, ding. Or of awareness, we lack awareness of self and other, your sons and your daughters and sisters and brothers. We lack awareness of self and other, your wives and fathers and mothers. Meanwhile, Peter, son of Philip, tolls the bell for afternoon group. Dong. Me. All right, come get your gestalt rations. Let the door give us a pie. Draft as cold as Christmas blowing here. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. At your knees, master. Oh, turns you on. Turns, turns you on, does it? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. What? What? Well, back to work then. Doc play can wait till the new year. Oh, sir, please, sir, please, sir. It's Christmas, sir, please. Oh, <laughs> you'll want all day in roll tomorrow, I suppose. Yes, please, sir. Just one day, please, sir, please, sir. It's Christmas Day, please. Request sir. denied. <laughs> Go home to your family and have the day off. It's only one day, sir, please, sir. And take the and take Boxing Day off too. Damn Christmas! <laughs> off.
As light falls, the sound of Christmas begins to echo in the room. Christmas music is heard coming from the icy windows. Following the Christmas scene, there is laughter. Scene two, Pearls goes home. Ah, what a day. What a day. Fucking miserable. Pretty clients. Oh, my bone friend won't listen to me. I'm feeling anxious. What the fuck? What do I... Pearls fishes for the key in his pocket. He places the key in the door and the face of Paul Goodfellas. Pearl's deceased business partner swims out of the darkness. Pearl's watches, unable to speak. He fumbles for his iPhone, fumbles for the torch app and swings it toward the figure, which melts away. Pearl's fits the key in the lock and turns it as the door suddenly is opened from the inside by his valet and liberator of chickens, Tony Scratchit. Scratchit? I will do, sir, I will. Hurry, hurry, the door, close it. Did you call, sir? Call? Warmer? Here, light me up the stairs. Yes, sir. Scratchit leads Pearls up the stairs. They pass the cook on the way. A dark look passes between Cook and Scratchit. Something to warm you, sir! Porridge! What? No, nothing. Cook pauses to wait for her Christmas tip. None is, none is forthcoming. He disappears half mumbling. Your room, sir. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. And good night. Uh, uh, one final thing, sir. In these times of grave ecological concern, I know Mr. Pearls is a follower of relational change and familiar with their model opposing the ecological with the egological. Very clever, very clever. And they ain't only clever, those ladies. Sally Denimborn, nah. Marianne Shiviak. What is it? Spirit out, scratch it. Well, I wondered, Mr. Poles, if you would consider eating a vegan roast tomorrow and liberating this turkey to live on peacefully in my dining room, sir. Occasionally crawling on my back and shitting on me, sir. Never mind in no one's business, sir. This turkey ain't done no one no harm, sir. 
out, out woman. Fundamentally, an organism lives by aggressing its environment, by maintaining its difference, and more importantly, by assimilating to, to the environment to its difference. PAG chapter one, section four. Turkeys are made to be eaten, woman. Have you got the pox? No, no, not pox, sir. Just a darts. Place a dart for a poor old woman, sir, a bastard. At this moment, Mrs. Fake, Pearl's wife, enters the bed, the bed chamber. Can I warm your bed for you, sir? What? Out! Out! Just a blowjob? What's that? An NGB Christmas show has to have some lewd sexual content. We do sex better than anyone in Gestalt. <laughs> Stella, shut up! Darling, gag her, will you? Suddenly all eyes and ears are focused on the door. Goodfellow's voice is heard mumbling something unintelligible. Let us call the self the system of contacts at any moment. As such, the self is flexibly vapour, for it varies with the dominant organic needs and the pressing environmental stimuli. It is the system of responses. It diminishes. What's that? Me, sir? Not a thing, sir. Then good night. Good night. Mrs. Fake exits and Pearls shuts the door behind her. The voice of Goodfellas can be heard in the background. Okay, Google. What is phenomenology? Pearls. I switched it off accidentally. It's not telling me. Okay. Pearls hears the voice but cannot account for it. He climbs up to open the window and looks down. A cathedral choir singing O Come All You Faithful is heard in the distance. Oh, oh. Faithful. Joyful oh, and triumphant. Pearls listens a moment, shuts the window and prepares for bed. As soon as he has, as soon as he has shut the sound out of his room, figures appear. They seem to be coming down the main aisle of a Gestalt Institute bearing gifts to the living nursery. The piano plays, Oh Come All Your Faithful, as the procession files out. Pearls... Pearls now ready for bed warms himself before the heap of coals. He wears a pastel green faux cashmere nightgown with matching silk trousers and holds a tethered copy of Joyce and Sills in his hands. As he pulls his nightcap from a chair, a small butt plug tumbles off onto the floor. Startled, he picks it up and stuffs it, and stuffs it into his pocket. Pearls escapes to his bed. There is silence. Momentarily, then, he suddenly sits up in bed. Pearls, listening, hears the sound of Goodfellows coming up the stairs, dragging chains behind him. There's a loud gong.
fellows appears. He and Pearls face one another. What do you want with me? Much. Who are you? Ask who I was. Who were you? In life, I was your partner, Ralph Hefferlein. Ah, got you. All good fellows? He's dead. Seven years this night, fake pearls. You come here. I must. It is commanded me. I must wander the world and see what I can no longer change. That must I accept. To change myself, I must invest in my current positions. Paradoxical theory. That was you? The chain? Look at it, Pearl. Study it. Locks and vaults and all. I forged it. Each link. Each day when I sat in these chains, commanded in these chains, commanded these rooms, kissed sweet boy or two, the old dog, if you believe Taylor Stir. Individualism pearls, lack of renationality. Feel them. Know these burdens. Yours was as heavy as these chains I wear now seven years ago, and you have laboured to build them since. If you're here to lecture, I have no time for it. It's late. The night is cold. I want comfort now. Dave Mann or Miriam Taylor? I have none to give. I know not how you see me this night. I did not ask it. I have sat invisible beside you many and many a day. I am commanded to bring you a chance, Pearls. Heed it. Quickly then, quickly. You will be haunted by three spirits. Is that all? Mark it. I do not choose to. Then you will walk where I do, burdened by your ego and non-relationality. Non Spirits mean nothing to me. I'm not afraid of you, Bronwell. Pluminal filter. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tells one, the second the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ended. Look to me no more. I must wander. Look that for your own sake you remember contact is the first reality. Good man, don't leave me. Paul! Paul! Goodbye, Pearls. And Goodfellow's last words, a funeral procession begins to move across the stage. A boy walks in front, a priest follows, swinging one of those religious things with incense spilling out of it. Sounds of mourning and a suggestion of charged music are heard. Pearls calls out, Goodman, don't leave me! As if talking in the midst of a bad dream, there's a loud sound of chickens being disturbed in their sleep. The clock begins to chime. <laughs> Pearl sits up in bed and begins to count the chime. Eleven. It's 
can't be uh, 12. Midnight? No, not 12. It can be. I haven't slept the whole day though. 12. Yes, 12 noon. He hurries to the window and looks out. The night is black. Two small chimes are heard. 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes haven't gone past so quick past so quickly. Again, two small chimes are heard. A quarter to one, the spirit it's to come at one. He hurries to his oh no. He hurries to his bed. Pearls hurries to his bed as the chimes ring again. One. Scene three. The spirits of Christmas phenomenology influenced by the Husseridian second period. Pearls is wearing a sweat-soaked pastel green faux cashmere nightgown with matching trousers and knee-length silk stockings. Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? <laughs> Did you expect anybody else? God sei Dank, I wasn't waiting here long enough. Yes. Who and I, what are you? I am what I am. I am the ghost of Christmas phenomenology and it's about time. I had to wait a full 14 pages for this cue. And I had to listen <laughs> To, to you quoting all of that PhD again and again and again, as if you understood what you were quoting, as if you'd written what you were quoting. I am the spirit of Edmund Husserl. Husserl? I am the spirit of Martin Heidegger, Nazism fully expunged. I am the spirit of Maurice Villaponti and all of their children. I am the forgotten soul of Gestalt therapy some say and those who don't say don't know what they're saying with what they're not saying i'm here to stake my claim and to scare the bejesus out of all of you and especially you why are you here as usual nonsense is what you talk Read me and others, and not very much what I think. For our Dr. Pearls, remember her? Well, she and we still talk these days. And to you, I say, if you want to hide behind your theory, you better make better sense. In other words, bracket yourself and smell the roses. You're too much, you're too much full of yourself, Fritz. Uh, ah! Ah! Chicken. <laughs> Pearls. Statement. Pearls grasps the spear's hands tightly, and a bell rings softly. Pearls remembers a scene from his past when two boys greet each other. Hello, Wilhelm. Otto, Merry Christmas, Otto. Otto Rank, young Otto Rank, spirits. Have a good holiday, Otto. Yes, I remember him. Both of them, little Otto. I'll see you next term, Otto. Next term. 
they're off for the holidays and going home from school. It's Christmas time. All of the children are off home now. N- no, not all. Not at all. There was one. The spirit motions for Pearl's return, and he sees a young boy playing with a teddy bear and talking to it. Yes, reading. What I wonder. Pastoral's phenomenology. That was it. What do you know about Husserl's phenomenology? What do I know about Husserl's phenomenology? Yeah. Is the Pope Catholic? Like one minute tops, one minute tops for spirit. <laughs> time limit. <laughs> spoils, spoils. I had this, this isn't that Pearl's thing? Well, are we playing? I have a different script. That's because you wrote it. First spirits. Come on, first spirit. We're on air. It's pearls now. No, we we were waiting to hear the back. Pearls, pearls. pearls. Me? Yes. 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 But do you believe that Hussers intentionally was still gesturing towards a world of ontology? Antically real things presumed to exist outside of my perceiving on them? How does this fit with the non-dualist stance of Gestalt therapy? Let me tell you something. First of all, you didn't understand my previous line. I said, garnished. When you asked me what I know about phenomenology, I said entirely nothing. Now let me tell you, answer your question. I had the same conversation with Martin in 1930 in Freiburg. He was my favorite student. Little did I know that he was about to, to stab me in the back. But that's another story, and I don't want to tell you that story right now. Maybe next year if I come back. But maybe I won't come back. That's another story, too. But I don't want to tell you too many stories. Everyone was all hot to trot about being in time. It was just published. It was a bestseller. And I think maybe you read it, maybe you didn't. But I'm sure you bought it. Everybody who thought they were smart bought it. And God knows you thought you were smart, right? You probably still think so. But you probably didn't understand me. Obviously, you didn't. If you did understand me, you would have had the answer to that question. Because in phenomenology, although we talk about bracketing, we never bracket the world. Intentionality is always about something. Do you understand me now? Or do I have to put this in German or French? Or do I have to put this in yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. I remember. I remember Heidegger's sign at, at uh, um, oh, shit. Sein und Zeit. Sein und Zeit. Sein und Zeit. Sein und Zeit. You passed your entry exam. Not with high grades, but you passed it. I never quite understood the concepts of the life world. Duh. Poor Heidegger. Where do I file a grievance with the Gestalt Therapy Board? Is it too, is it too late? Um, yes, yeah. poor Heidegger. Yes, poor, poor yeah, poor child. Heidegger. Right, poor Heidegger. Poor child. Yes, uh, poor Heidegger. Uh, he always gets the poor Heidegger. Only the most that that probably the one of three most important philosophers of the 20th century. And who remembers me? I'm I'm in the I'm in the graveyard of Gestalt Therapy. Yes, 
I have to be retrieved by some brilliant gestalt therapist to be remembered. And if I'm remembered, I'm reduced to something like bracketing and nothing else. Yeah, poor Heidegger. Yeah, poor Heidegger. Fancy. Fancy. It's okay, his way. Heidegger, move on. <laughs> it's his way to, to lose being alone in books. Books. Never matter if they are all nonsense. Yes, nonsense. But he'll be all right. Grow out of it. Yes. Yes, he did outgrow it. The nonsense. Became a man and left there. And left there. And he became. Yes, he became a man. And yes, successfully rich. Yeah. Nonsense. Never matters. Talk about Never nonsense. Matters. You're a master at it. <laughs> Just at this moment, old Freud runs in and goes up to the child girls. All Freud, look, it's all Freud. That's his apprentice under. You apprenticed under your master? There was actually somebody you were under? Can we put that in writing? No. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the bed that any boy could have. There's Dick Wilkins. Bless me. He was very much attached to me. To, to me was Dick. Poor Dick. <laughs> it was a softie. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, home, my boys. No more therapy tonight. Christmas Eve, Dick. Christmas fake. Let's have the shutters up before a man can say Jack Robinson. The music continues. <clears throat> Chandeliers are pulled into position, and mistletoe, holly, and ivy are draped over everything by a bustling servant. Dancers fill the stage for Freud's wonderful Christmas party. In the midst of the dancing and the laughter, servants pass back and, and, and forth through the crowd with huge platters of food. At a pause, young Pearls, who is dancing, calls out. Mr. Freud, sir, you're a wonderful master, sir. A wonderful master. A wonderful Just master. The music changes suddenly. The dancer jerk into distorted postures and then begin to move in slow motion. The celebrants slowly exit, performing a gaulish dance to jarring sounds. Just because he gave us a party? It was a very small party. Small. He spent a few shillings of your mortal money. Three, four at the most. Is that so much that he deserves that praise? But it wasn't the money. He had the power to make us happy, to make our service light or burdensome. The happiness he gives us is quite as great as great as great as if it had cost a fortune. That was what a good master is. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, your wife used to say it are, it's Americans who seek happiness, and it's Europeans who look for fulfillment. So that's what became of you. Huh. She was right. So that's what a good master is. No. No. Nothing. No. 
say it. No. I should like Wait. to be able to say a word or two to my partner just now. That's all. Oh. May I say something one more time? I want to tell you about no. I mean, you, look, I'm the, I'm the ghost of Christmas phenomenology. I've been waiting, I was waiting all of those pages. I was okay, summoned then. up. To, I was summoned up. Okay, please, please do. No, that's enough. Go ahead. I've scared you enough. It's enough. Haven't you charmed me enough? Yes. Oh, oh, oh yes. I had forgotten her. Don't let, don't they dance beautifully? So young, so young. I would have married her if only. Can you love me, fake pearls? I bring no dowry into my marriage. Only me. Only love. It is no currency that you can buy and sell with, but we can live with it. Can you? She pauses and then returns the rung pearls gave her as his pledge. Ring! Typo. <laughs> Am I up? Do I talk now? Yes, Mrs. Fake. Yeah. Go for it, Mrs. Fake. I release you, Fake Pearls, for the love of the man you once were. Will that man win me again now that he is free? If only you had held me to it. You should not have me let go. Have let me go. I, as young, I did love you. We have never lied to one another. May you be happy in the life that you have chosen. Goodbye. <laughs> you are you. And I am I. to be this way you know this reminds me of a couple of movies i walked out of <laughs> only a couple uh, you know I, you know a couple yeah you know being a, a ghost of christmas phenomenology with german phenomenology we just don't have sentiment but okay you cannot change now what you would not change then i am your mistakes pearls all the things that you could have done and did not then leave me I have done with them. I'm done. I have done with them. I shall live with them as I have, as I do, as I will. Ah, I love the drama. And I'm getting bored now. There is another Christmas seven years ago when Goodfellows died. I will not see it. He dies. I could not prevent it. I did not choose for him to die on Christmas Day. And when his day was chosen, what did you do then? I looked after his affairs. His affairs? I don't think so. You uphold the social orientation Goodfellows had given to Gaston? Uh, I did not. I went to Esalen. I went to Esalen Bats and slept instead with young women. Don't torture me. Okay, then I will leave you. Not yet. Don't leave me here. Tell me what I must do. How do I bring the social orientation back to Gestalt? A care for community, a love for humanity. 
okay, read my Crisis of the European Sciences, Heidegger's Question of Technology, read about the, the last number of issues of the Gestalt Review, the British Gestalt Journal, and about half a dozen of the most recently published Gestalt uh, therapy books, or wait for the rest of this uh, drama. These will all come. Uh, can you repeat, please? No. <laughs> I don't repeat. Are you with me? Always. Pearls numbly heads to his bed. The bells began to chime again. Pearl sits upright in bed bon, as he hears the chimes. Bon, bon, bon. One minute until one. No one here. No one's coming. Scene 4. The spirit of Christmas dialogue and being in the present moment. A light comes on. Pearls becomes aware of it and goes slowly towards it. He sees the second spirit, the spirit of Christmas dialogue, who looks like Mrs. Scratchit. Scratchit! I'm mine, sir, if I do! But you can be, Scratchit! Don't you see her as me? I do. And what here means her? I do. I wish I were the lady so as not to disappoint you. But you're not. No, Mr. Pearls. You have never seen the like of me before. I am the ghost of Christmas dialogue, which includes being present in the moment. But... You see? What you will see, Pearls, no more. Will you walk out with me this Christmas Eve? But I'm not stressed yet. <laughs> Come then, in thy nakedness, dear Pearls. Wait. What is it now? Christmas dialogue, did you say? I did. Then can we do some processing about this? Must we fly this way? Processing? What do you think cast? I'm feeling some resistance to that idea. Yeah, I've, I've, I've I'm having trouble wine. feeling my ass in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I feel some hardness in my Where? Say more. And some tightness in my balls. I'll process that. What does my say about the needs of the group? Let me connect to my breath. Get on with it, spirit. Take him to the scratches. Then we can walk. Where are you guiding me to? Tony Scratchits and John give us a pie's hovel. And my bitch? You did want to dialogue with me. With him. Don't worry, Pearls. You don't have to. 
shouldn't be too shouldn't be too far off with the amount of money they get from NGV. How far can off no <laughs> with the amount of money they get from NGV? How far can off can it be? You know what? A world away, pearls. At least that far. Pearls and the spirit start to step up a curb when a funeral procession enters with a child's coffin, followed by the poor Gestalt trainees of the neighborhood who are singing. <laughs> the procession follows the coffin off stage. Pearls and the spirit exit after the procession as they leave the lights focus on Mr. Stony Scratchit and her chickens. Mrs. Scratchit sings as she puts Tiny NGV and the other chickens to bed, all in one bed. She pulls a dark blanket over them whilst they make contented chicken noises. In the world, blacks and bays, dapples and greys, all the pretty little She kisses them and goes to John give us a pie, who is mending his stocks by the hearth. How did our tiny little NGV manage to love Oh, it's good as gold and better. I'm trying to do a Somerset accent here, but not doing it very good. He, he, good. <laughs> he, he told me coming home that the people saw his advert for the learning program from NGV in the church. <laughs> it might be pleasant for them to remember on Christmas Day the needs of the poor of awareness and importance of social justice and the oppressed. Oh, he's a good boy, our tiny NGV. The second spirit of Brills enter. Tony Scratchit feels a sudden draft. Too much porridge, love. It's always the fart jokes, isn't it? <laughs> Have you eaten too much porridge, my dear? <laughs> Can you give us a porridge? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Hurry up, before they shut the door. <laughs> Hardly hospitable is what I'd say. Oh, you know, they'd say a great deal more pearls if they could see you. Oh, they should, should they? Well, I might have a world for them. You're here to listen. Oh, yes. All right, then. By the fire, not a word. My dear, to Mr. Pearls, I give you Mr. Pearls, the founder of the feast. Founder of the feast, indeed. I wish I had him here. I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast upon. I hope he'd have a good appetite for it and that. Oh, my dear, Christmas Eve. It should be Christmas Eve. I'm sure when one drinks the health of such an individual, hard, non-relational man as Mr. Pearls, you know, how he is, John, nobody knows it better than you, poor dear. I only know one thing about Christmas, that one must be charitable. <sighs> I'll drink to his health for our sake. 
and the days, not for his. Long life to him and merry and happy new year. He'll be very merry and happy with his Christmas turkey. I have no doubt. <laughs> Bastard. If he cannot be, my dear, we must be happy for him. A song is what's needed. You Tiny and GV. I've just got him down and he needs all the sleep he can get. Oh, if he's asleep on Christmas Eve, I'll be much mistaken, Tiny. Tiny, he must sing, dear. There's nothing else that might wake him well. Yes, Father. Are you awake, my love? Just a little. You don't look well, dear. Another case of the darts. Them fucking darts be taking my chickens out one by one. Let's not dwell on the little afflictions of the Gestalt world, my dear. Place a dart. How about a song? A song, then. The chickens awake and, led by Tiny and Giviri, sing the chicken song by Spitting Image. Oh, oh then Pearl speaks. Spirit, I have seen enough. Tiny and GV, will he live? Very ill. And as you can see, almost starving from lack of attendees at frontiers of Gestalt workshops. Even song cannot keep him whole through a cold winter. But you haven't told me. If he be like to die, he had better do it and decrease the population to Trump supporters. Erase pearls those words from your thoughts. You're not the fucking judge. Do not judge them. It may be that in the sight of heaven, you are more worthless. Did you hear what I said? Worthless. And less fit to live than millions like this poor man's chicken. Oh God. To hear the proprietor of a Gestalt Institute pronouncing that there is too much life amongst the hungry brothers pecking in the dust? Adios, goodbye. Pearl, adios. But is there not a happiness in dialogue, including being in the present moment? There is. There Take is. me there. It is what is about to go into your goddamn cooking pot. At Pearl's home, a well-fattened turkey cowers in a dank corner as Cook, holding a meat knife, looks on. Cook is wearing a denim gingham jumpsuit with matching hat, 
accessorized by a white flannel neckerchief with embroidered jumping horses. No. And there is none. But that isn't enough. You must teach me. Oh, good fellows. That I didn't listen to thee. Would you have a teacher, Pearls? Man. Think about that. Look at your yeah, own words. Hear yourself. But the first spirit gave, gave me more. He was damn bloom for fuck's sake. How much do you think we had to pay to get him? As Pearls takes this in, two better children approach and pause shyly at the far side of our stage. The children are thin and sickly. They are barefoot and wear, the, wear filthy rags. Is this the last spirit who is to come to me? Breaking Oh yeah, Doctor Pearls. They are no spirits. Yeah. They are real. Real. Our streets, your streets, look to you for comfort. And you deny them? You send them away, deny them? Not too long, Pearls. A little tech break here. They will grow and multiply. A little tech break. Not remain chickens. Second Spirit, can you repeat yourself? Because there was a, a technological glitch and we didn't broadcast for a little while. <gasps> Where should I go back to? There are no spirits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are no spirits, Pearls. They are flesh and blood. They are real. Hunger. Lack of awareness? Not spirits, Pearl. Passing dreams. They are real. They walk our streets, your street. Look to you for comfort. They want you. And you deny them. Deshonda. Deny them not too long, Pearls. They will grow and multiply and will not remain children. And they will remember your denial and haunt you. Have they no institutes to go to? No IG faith to look for help? Not even Heracleus? Have they no institutes to go to? No IG fest to look for help? Is that how you respond to starving children in the street?
Scene 5. The Spirit of the Future of Gestalt. Pearls is entirely alone for a long moment. He's frightened by the darkness and feels it approaching him. Suddenly he steps stops, remembering he'd read Gianni Francesetti's book about atmospheres where Dan Bloom sat once again on the fence in his introduction. Out of this atmosphere, he senses the presence of the third spirit. The spirit is bent and cloaked. No physical features are dis distinguishable. You are the third? <laughs> the ghost of the future of Gestalt? Speak to me! Tell me what is to happen! To me! All of us! Show me what I must see! Spirit points. Light illuminates the shadows of Pearls' Institute. I know it too well, cold and cheerless. It's mine. It is mine. The cook and the gentleman, lady visitor, are dimly visible in Pearls' house. What is it? There are thieves! There are thieves in my room! He starts forward to confront them, but the spirit beckons him to stop. I cannot. You cannot tell me what I must watch then. Oh, <laughs> I cannot. You cannot tell me that I must watch them and do nothing. I will not. It is mine still. Pearls rushes into his house to claim his belongings and protect them. He ain't about, is he? <laughs> Poor old Pearls has met his end. And time for it too. Ain't been alive since the 60s or the 17s when it was in his heyday. But Camilla's nowhere, is she? Looking for someone, dudes? Ah! Ah! Want to party? Take some acid. Ah, Camilla, since you stopped doing that Humans of Gestalt project, you ain't half more fun. They died off, Cook, gradually, from the pox, the dots mostly, although some found their way into IG first. We haven't seen nor heard from them since. Others ran out of breath, arguing whether it was IAAGT or AAGT. <sighs> some say still, if you go by answer Volt's grave, you can hear the arguing. And you're here out of love, are you? There's no time for that! Camilla acknowledges Pearls for the first time, gesturing toward him as if the living Pearls were the corpse. Pearls stands there, as if rooted to the spot, held there by the power of the spirit. He's wearing a chiffon of the shoulder dress, accessorized by gold cufflinks. He ain't about to bother us, is he? Ain't he a picture? If he is, he ain't an happy one! Ladies, shall we start? The three of them grin and advance on pearls. They're gold, aren't they? The purest, madam. I always had a fancy for that nightcap of his. My old man could use it. Being a lady of less material taste, I will go for his signed copy of P.A.G. and hope the smell ain't permanent. Do you think the little silver clock he's always looking at is decent enough to sell? 
No more! No more! As the spirit directs Pearl's attention to the tableau of three thieves standing poised over his silver clock, Pearls bursts out of the institute, clad only in his nightshirt. I cannot, I cannot. The room is to like a cheerless place that's familiar. I won't see it. Let's go from here, anywhere. The spirit directs his attention to the scratched house. The chickens are nuzzling together near Stony Scratched, who is sewing a coat. Grace and Greta cluck gently by the light of the coals. My baby's light tires my eyes so. They're a bit better now. Makes me tired to try and see by firelight, and I wouldn't show red eyes to your father when he comes home for the world. It's near his, near his time now. <laughs> Oh, my lovelies. I've known him walk with Tiny and GV upon his shoulder very fast indeed. Oh. But he was very light to carry, and his father loved him. So that was no trouble, no trouble. She hears John give us a by approaching. Smiles, dear, smiles! Oh, my dear Grace, Greta, Fanny, Ava, Alfie, Molly. Oh, Molly again. Rhoda, oh, Millie, sorry. Sophia, have I missed any of, any of our chickens out, my dear? Yes, you have. You've missed out our saffron and our brie. And oh. our ivory we ain't got yet, but she's coming soon. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me, love. Saffron Brie, oh, forgive me. Find it in your art to forgive my forgetfulness, my love. They love their daddy. They love their daddy. Ah, oh, saw the place. Barely a shed, wretched, my dear. Wretched in our state of penury. Writing all over the walls. Rude drawings too. Cocks in cages, can you believe it? What matter of man could live in such a squalor? One could hardly tell. Oh, oh, oh. It won't be long before we move on Sunday, my darling. I know Sunday. We must move by Sunday, dear. And and surely if we if, if we even it up with a few vaginas or something, it'll look all right on that that hovel. Oh, you think? I I don't I, think that's oh I don't think that's very original, my darling. I'm sure it's been done somewhere, you know. Oh, hi, I was. What's that, my darling? You can make them quite pretty. Blarts and some vaginas, you never it'll look as new. Oh, now like the in jokes, my darling. But the listeners won't get it, so we better move on. <laughs> we mustn't hurt ourselves with these in jokes. I mean, look at Bernie, she's getting so red. Oh, bless her. What such folks as us can't afford on social security? He wouldn't have wanted that, the poor fellow. Well, even old Pearl's God rest his soul. I love oh. you. Oh, I love oh, you. Oh, bless. This is a tender-hearted, touching moment, listeners, but we pause just to take it in one moment. Aww. Oh, you won't guess who I've seen. Pearl's niece, Camilla. And she asked after us, and she said she was heartily sorry to give us the respect to my good wife. However she know that, I don't know, my dear. Know what, my dear? That you were a good wife. 
every man in these parts knows that. I bet they do, my dear. Only here, Grace and Greater. <laughs> and then you'll be keeping the company of only your chickens and leave you for them. Oh, go on. Well, it will happen one day. But remember, when that day comes as it must, we must none of us forget poor Tiny and Jeevee, the first of our family to pass away. <laughs> he died? No! No! Pearls collapses to the ground. The ghost of Paul Goodfellows rises again, pirouettes and dances across the stage. The scene ends with the sound of long, deep sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Scene six, Pearl's conversion. Because he was not, he would not. No, you cannot tell me that he died. He has died. For him, Christmas has not come. I will be there. It has me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I knew. <laughs> and I knew it. And I couldn't look. I won't be able to help. I won't. Please hear me. I am not. I am not the man I was. I will not be that man that I have been for so many years. Why show me all this if I am past all hope? Show me that I yet may change these shadows you have shown to me. Let the chicken live. I will honor, honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. I will bring phenomenology, dialogue, and yes, field theory. The spirits of all the trees shall strive within me. I will not shut out the poor and unaware. Oh, tell me that I'm not too late. Blackout. When the lights come up again, Pearls is in his bed. The third spirit has disappeared. Pearls awakens and looks around his room. They're mine. And they're real. They're not sold. They're here. I am here. Shadows to come more be dispelled. They will be. I know they will be. I don't know what to do. As light as fairer. Merry as a boy again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A happy New Year to all the role. Hello there. Whoop. Hark the herald angels sing. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. How long did the spirits keep me? Never mind. I don't care. What's today? Hey. Today, my fine fellow. Today? Why, it's Christmas Day! Christmas Day? I haven't missed it! 
The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can save Tiny NGV. It's not too late. Eh? Do you know the poulterers in the next streets at the corner? I should hope I do, sir. An intelligent boy, a remarkable boy. Do you know whether they've sold the price turkey that was one in up there? Not the little price, the price cook. What? The cog is big. <laughs> what? The cog is big as me? What a delightful boy. Yes, my buko. <laughs> it's a calling there now. It's it's time has come, I fear. Is it? Go and liberate it. Set it free. Use my credit card here. Oh, come on. I am in earnest. Go and buy it and tell them to bring it here. That, that I may have the pleasure of seeing it liberated. Come back with the cock and I'll give you a shilling. Come back with all of the turkeys and chicken and I'll give you a signed copy of PhD. A signed copy of PhD for a cock? Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. First time for everything, Dan. <laughs> You'll be appreciated one day. Second time. <laughs> I send the I send the I send the vegan loaf of Tony Scratch it. He shan't he, he shan't know who sent it. It'll be twice the size of Tiny NGV. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. He's on earth, the mercy mild, la la la. I must dress, I must. I must. All ye nations ride. Join the fire. Go on, Pearls. Pearls? Who is Pearls? Oh, I must dress. I must. It's Christmas Day. I must be all in my best for such a day. Where's my pipe? The boy and the butcher and the boy and the butcher run back with the turkey. What? Back already? And such a cock? Be free. Be free, my wild beast. Take your freedom and enjoy the structure of the actual situation without making a meaning. Pearls throws money out of his window to the boy and the butcher. There's a sound of many birds flapping. Pearls sees the gentleman lady visitor walking by the window. Hello, sir. My dear sir, how do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you to stop by to see me. Mr. Pearls? Yes, that's my name, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. Also, also me to ask your pardon, and will you have the goodness to add this to your good work? 
Lord bless me. My dear Mr. Purse, are you serious? If you please, not, not a penny less. A great many back payments are included in it. I assure you, will you do me that favor? My dear sir, I don't know what I can say to such generosity. Say nothing. Accept it. Come and see me. Will you come and see me? I certainly will. Thanks. Thanks. I'm much obliged to you. I thank you 50, I, I thank you 50 times. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Now, which is the way to find that, nie that niece of mine? Camilla, Camilla. Yes, sir. Do you still want to do the Humans of Gestat interview? I, I can, sir, but you mean there are still Gestaltists? Maybe, Camilla. I have one more thing to do. Can you show me the way to the scratches? I can, sir. Good, good. Come up, my dearest. Would you be an old man's guide to Christmas dinner? I would, sir, and God bless you. My first question is, so tell me, who are you? Dr. Fade Pearl. The sound of frantic horses galloping is heard. There's a big, yeah, as Pearl's horse pulls up abruptly outside the scratched door. Inside there is singing. Fade. It's for the best. <laughs> we fade. Pearls is seen looking in on a domestic scene through the window. In front of a warm, hearty fire, a healthy looking tiny NGV is pecking at Tony Scratches' his very poo stained hair. <laughs> Bless the Lord! Oh, have mercy! Tiny NGV lives! Merry Christmas <laughs> to you, NGV! Merry Christmas from NGV to all! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! And all that stuff. Shall we do a roll call? I think I think we, we ought to Are we still on air? Yes, we're still on air. I'm afraid yeah. we are. We're live. Oh, yeah. So you you have heard in the role of narrator and all round technical supremo, Thomas Samir. Hi!
his one-time lover and downright sexy bitch, you have heard Bernadette Maddox. Yay! In the role of Camilla, a humble human of Gustav from Poland and nephew of Dr. Fake, you have heard Camilla Biali. <laughs> In the role of gentleman, lady, visitor, you have heard all the way from Budapest, Judith Darvas. In the role of Tony Scratchit, a chicken and cock liberator and Pearl's Valley, with a little bit of turkey shit in her hair, you have heard Tony Clarkson. <laughs> in the role of John Kibbersapai, an exotic dance innovator and the pulse's bitch, you have heard me. <laughs> Chicken owned by John and Tony, weak and afflicted by the dots. You have heard Valentina Goodrich. Yay! Turkey persecutor. You have heard Provided the music, the fine yes. music we've heard. And in the role of Peter, son of Philip, that was me again. Don't need to clap for that one. Important roles now in the role of First Spirit, ghost of Christmas phenomenology, influenced by the Husserlian second period and downright altogether prima donna. You have heard <laughs> Dan Yay. Speech, speech, speech. <laughs> thank you, thank you for giving me this opportunity to. <laughs> Is that it? Enough. <laughs> thank you, Dad. Thank you. One year ahead. We'll settle up afterwards. In the role of second spirit, ghost of Christmas dialogue, which includes being present in the present moment. Thanks to Bert Lazarin. <laughs> and in the role of the third spirit, the ghost of the future of Gestalt, we have Chris O'Malley again. Thank you, Chris. In the role of Paul Goodfellow, Pearl's one-time partner and collaborator, sadly now deceased, we have Angela Mutum. Thank you. In the role Bravo, bravo. In the role of Stella Resnick, Resnick uh, uh, says she's a sex worker. I don't know who she is. <laughs> we, we, we have Valentina Goodridge. <laughs> Otto Rank, a young boy. I think that was Valentina as well. Wilhelm <laughs> Reich, another young boy. That was me. <laughs> Child, Pearl, Child Pearls. I can't remember who was that. Was that you, Bernie? Who was that? Old Floyd, Pearl's one-time master, whoever that was. Woo! Yay! Woo! 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 
A big cheer for the Dots virus. The sound effects. A lot We've had Chinese MTV. Have you? We've done okay. sound effects, people, all of us, particularly you, Val. Woo! Bravo, Val. Bravo. Yes. Cook. Music musicians, all of us singing. Grace and greet us some really cool chicken sounds now. And 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 boy who 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 notably is as big as a cock. Big thanks to Dan Bloom. <laughs> Good night and thank you for listening. We're logging off. There right are no now. small roles. There are only small people. <laughs> 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 thank, thank you. Good night everybody. and thank you for listening. We're going off air right now. Ooh, off air. Thank <laughs> you.